0: Hey, hello, everybody. This is David of Matrix getting a very late start on tonight's show. Apologize for that. It's been very busy around here. Uh, My wife and I are in the uh, process of uh, turning a couple of garages uh, adjoined together, uh, turning them into a little cottage, uh, retirement cottage. So it's been a lot of work. I've been a carpenter, electrician, uh, a door hanger, a um, plumber. You name it, and it's uh, just been really busy, so I'm amazed that the Lord has given me, Yahweh's given me such vigor again. Um, how long it'll last, I don't know, but um, it's coming around, and hopefully it'll be pretty soon when uh, we won't be coming to you from a trailer here, a trailer, and um, be coming to you from, ah, I did it again, over there. Okay. And uh if the rain ever lets up. For goodness sakes, it's been raining like crazy here in Oregon. Um more than I've ever seen. I've been here 12 years now. And um yeah, it's uh, been quite interesting actually. I've actually been here 10 years, sorry. Um anyway, pardon the mess. Uh where our lives are in flux right now. You see this, this little box over here. It's Actually it's it's something interesting and it may very well help with the show um starting this week and on um somebody in a neighborhood has graciously given me one of their jet packs actually the card that goes in the jet pack and um it's unlimited i mean really unlimited it doesn't go to a certain amount of hour or certain amount of uh, gigabytes and then slow down it's just i could use up terabytes if i wanted to i can't foresee that ever happening but uh, after tonight <laughs> i don't know um, I downloaded a whole bunch. Of the, the, new, the new Pfizer documents were, um, were released recently, and I downloaded those. And um, I got to look through them and see what's all about. But uh, they pro- they pretty they're pretty well damning when it comes to Pfizer. So uh, whether everything's ever done with that, uh, I doubt it. But um, you know, the, this conspiracy or conspiratorial reality, maybe we should call it, is is deep and wide, and it's it's so deep and rooted so, entrenched so deeply that it would probably never be um, dug up and, and done away with. And um, even if Trump came back, I don't know if he could, if he could do it in four years. Um, I think it's been building for so long that um, putting it down would be really difficult. But you know, if the Lord's with us, if uh, Yahweh's with us, Yeshua is blessing us, then uh, it could be a possibility, okay? um yeah it's it's been real interesting (laughs) um working on this thing's been a lot of fun and i've been doing it hey did i actually point the right there nope i didn't um this camera's all backwards folks i'm sorry left is right and right's left and well up is up and down is down so that's good anyway um so um a couple of weeks ago i came down um one of the little kids here gave me um Gave me a cold and it couldn't be a normal cold like everybody else has. Actually, I I checked that because, um, I talked with somebody else today that had the same thing. And basically it starts out with cold symptoms then it goes into bronchitis, uh, you know, for a couple of weeks. And, uh, according to this guy, after that, it went into a sinus infection and I don't know if him telling me that is causing this or if it's a reality, but I've got a little pain up above my left eye now. So anyway, I, I complained too much, I guess, but, um so I've been working through this and working outside with this and I've been hacking up lungs and everything else. It seems like, um, it feels like it anyway. Um, uh, so oh, look at that. We got somebody in the chat room. All right. Oh, cool. Hello nightmare. Cool. Yeah. I nightmare. I decided to do the show tonight. I was going to sh- kind of shine it on cause it's so late, but what the heck, you know, uh, life's short and, You know, you got to do it. Um, Yeah, it is kind of late for me. Yeah, definitely. Um, So what I want to talk about tonight, folks, is um, something called the the World Health Organization Constitution. And I think this is a really interesting study. And I think, Nightmare, you sent something to me about this. And, uh, you know, that's what kind of sparked my interest. And um, so this, along with the, the green movement, uh, which has its own constitution is uh just uh more uh communism wrapped up in a little package and presented to us and and the masses have not been told about the evils of of communism for so long that uh people think it's a good thing. Well, if you know anybody that came from Eastern Europe and is about my age, maybe 10 or 20 years younger, anywhere from 40 to um to 60, 63 I'm 63 so or older who's talk to somebody that's come from over there and see if it's such a good thing. Um, for some reason, people are attracted to me in that they want to spill their guts and tell me stuff. And <laughs> it's kind of cool, actually. But <clears throat> um, I've had a lot of people from Eastern Europe and Russia and the uh, the former communist bloc there, uh, you know, the, the satellite countries right around Russia, Ukraine, Latvia, Belarus. I've met people from all those countries and none of them not one of them has liked what the soviet union was now i've talked to russians that liked what it was because they were in a hierarchy and they got lots of privileges and when communism fell in russia they lost those privileges so they came here um and they're demanding stuff here uh kind of to replace the privileges that they had over there but those privileges here come come normally anyway so um excuse me um so yeah it's not a good thing and when you see the wording, some of the wording in this um, this constitution, the secretariat. Well, I have the only term I've ever time I've ever heard that was uh, in the old communist uh, USSR, the Soviet Union, um, and I think it's a term that's used in China too, actually. But it's always used uh, for with government um, aspects in communism. So the fact that it's talking about and, and look at this, it's a, it's under the umbrella of the UN, right? And we all know that the UN is a communist organization. Um, I really wish Trump would have kicked them out of New York. And uh, uh, why don't they go meet in some stupid little obscure island out in the Atlantic or the Pacific and get them the heck off of, uh, out of American soil, off of American soil. Um, It's like paying your enemies to, (laughs) to vote against you or to to come against you. You know, that's all they are. And, And the fact that we're supporting that organization, you know, it's like, it's like paying somebody to take shots at you <laughs> with their rifle. You know, here, here's twenty bucks. That ought to buy you about five bullets. You know, um, and feel free to shoot at me. Then uh, that's that's the mentality. It's it's totally ludicrous. It's stupid. And um, by the way, I'm um, before I get going. See, at my age, you got when you think of something, you got to say it right away. Otherwise, it kind of goes off in the ether and. And sometimes it decides to come back and visit, but most of the time it just keeps going. And, uh, I've had some thoughts about a year ago. They're probably passing Pluto right now. Um, and they're never going to come back. You know, they're probably meet up with the, um, the Mariner mission, uh, somewhere and, and get, you know, absorbed by some, uh, some alien culture. Although there are no alien cultures out there. I mean, speaking metaphorically. Um, anyway, um, so. The the aim of this constitution, the, the UN um, slash World Health Organization, <laughs> thanks nightmare, um, is uh, is to to take over the countries of the world. And we're going to watch a video and and Lord, I pray that this works, um, folks. If you remember the last the last video that we did that I did, um, all of a sudden the um, the sound got really funky, it got real scratchy, real staticky, and everything else, and and I hate that. Uh, you know, I, I realize we're never going to get to perfection, but at least you can try, you know, and it's really frustrating when you're trying to get to perfection and all these little roadblocks, these little stumbling boxes thrown down, get thrown down in front of you. So anyway, real quick, what, um, what I did was I went in and some obscure little area of windows, pardon me. I just had some coleslaw. I'm, I'm tasting it again. Anyway, um, so I went in and, um. And I found that usually you're only supposed to have one sound source in order for things to work perfectly. That is one sound source. And I had three. So I kept the focus right one, which is the one I use for the microphone and, and for the earphones and stuff. And it, it really helps me to enrich the sound of this. Anyway, um, I kept that one. I got rid of the other two and so far, knock on wood. I don't, that doesn't do any good, but I do it anyway um so far it seems that maybe the problem's been solved now we're going to watch a video and if it happens i'm shutting the video off right away and but it may mess up the uh, a minute or two after um after it's shut off so if it is my apologies okay um but i'm really trying to get the problem fixed i've been researching get online and that's with everything else that i'm doing you know um I will be so happy when we're out of this trailer and we're living in next door and, and we have a real roof over our heads and don't get me wrong. I love the roof over this because when it rains, which it does all the time here, you know, it's really easy to fall asleep to the sound of the rain hitting the metal roof or, you know, the roof anyway, it's, it's got stuff over the metal, but, um, so it's really neat to listen to. And so, um, anyway, when we get over to the other place, I can have an office and everything and I'm, I'm wiring it up really nice. Um, we shouldn't have any any problems with electrical problems in a house per se. Um, maybe out in the street or something, that's something I can't control, but I'm trying to do everything I can to get things up and running really well. So anyway, um, the UN uh, World Health Organization Constitution. Um, real quick, before I play this video, I wanna go to this constitution and you'll still see me, but I won't see me. Because I'm going to a different page. <clears throat> so, um, but before we we get to that, I want to I want to quote somebody. Okay, I think he was the prime minister of Belgium, and, and it says in the 70s, but I think this was in the 60s actually that this happened. But um, there was a financial crisis going, on and when isn't there, right? Um, and so this guy stood up, and he was really concerned that with the financial crisis that was going on, and and I wanted to assure people that. He was going to do everything he could to to alleviate it, even if it meant accepting somebody that may not be quite as kosher for the world as uh, we would want. But um, anyway, uh, here, uh, it says a quote by one, and I'm reading from a page uh, and I, please forgive me for doing this. The only place I can find it medium.com. But if the, if it's there, you know, it's there. And, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I get a kick out of these people that that um, this woman uh Jax Aronax Hill uh dubs herself a writer, wife, stepmom, universalist Christian mystic. Um I got news for you, Jax. You can't be a Christian and a mystic at the same time. If God gives you the, with the prophecy and stuff like that, that's not mysticism. Sorry. Um Anyway, she, she quotes this man, and he was, uh, let's see, I'll just read it. A quote by one of the architects of the European Union back in the 1970s. I think it was the 60s, but we'll see. Uh, the Belgian prime minister said, we want a man dot, 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 to lift us up out of the uh, economic morass in which we are sinking. Send us such a man, and be he God or the devil, we will receive him. Uh, this says, when the audience in the sanctuary heard this, there was an audible gasp. How could anyone, um, let alone a world leader, say that they would receive the devil? It was inconceivable. Okay. So you could see that the, the field is white with snow, so to speak, with people that will accept anybody that comes along and makes things better around here on earth, you know? And, um, you know, I, myself, I would just rather... Uh, live this test i call it a test because it's uh you know it's to help us grow and it's to help us uh, grow life is to help especially the believer in yeshua to grow more aware of yeshua of course and our need for him but also um to grow in our faith in him you know and boy nowadays you have to have a lot of faith uh, uh because things are getting quite bad um not very bad but bad enough to where um, he's really the only way we can, um, Yahweh is really the only one we can, um, trust in and, and hope to get anything out of any help from, I should say. Okay. So let's leave that little page. Okay. Now, what about this, um, this constitution? Okay. And I'll say, what about it? Okay. <laughs> and I found this at, um, oh that's funny. I don't know where I found it. Um that's the video we're going to watch. Anyway, it's the constitution of the, uh, the world health organization, which is really weird because it's an umbrella of, uh, that's a, it's under the umbrella of the UN and the UN has its own constitution. So how can a, I guess, you know, we have it here in a state, each state has its own constitution. And then the federal government has one. I should say we have one under the federal government. Um, by the way, if you're interested, um, Ralph Epperson has some really good stuff, uh, you go to go to his web page uh, you'd have to look it up but um he's got some really good stuff about the constitution about how um the constitution really hasn't been in effect because the constitution guarantees us a republic but we're living under an organization a business basically uh for since the, the early 1930s and um so we're not living under the constitution although people are you know they quote it all the time but because we're not living under it, and, and the elites know this, and the um, the, uh, the government people know this too, the uh, senators, the congressmen, and women, and um, also the president. Well, who knows what he knows anymore, but um, they all know this. And so they can, they can say, oh, we're for the Constitution, but, you know, they've got their fingers behind their backs like this when they're saying it, you know, because they know it's not in effect that this is an organization or or business rather than a government. So anyway, yeah, he's got some real interesting stuff, a lot of interesting stuff, actually. So if you can find his webpage, Ralph Epperson, E-P-P-E-R-S-O-N, Ralph, the common spelling. And his first initial is A. It's really A, Ralph Epperson. But um, you're going to find it if you type in Ralph Epperson. Um, And he's got some really good books out there, too. And I, I usually don't endorse books for people. I try not to anyway. Now, when you endorse you actually start a contract with people but you know ralph's a nice guy and um he's got a book out called the new world order which is really good another one called the unseen hand and the unseen hand is an excellent book and he's he's printed it or it's been printed i think in like 60 or 70 different languages i mean they're, it's selling like hot cakes over in china which is really weird um selling into so or in russia and europe uh vietnam it's selling that it seems like all the communist countries are reading this book, and that's kind of neat actually, because it talks about freedom and stuff, and um, and it's being printed in China too, as far as I know. Um, so anyway, The Unseen Hand is a great book, and so is The New World Order by Ralph Epperson. So if you get a chance to pick those up and read them, uh, I've read them straight through. Um, I'm one of those people that can pick up a book and not put it down until because my curiosity builds and builds and builds as I'm reading, and I can even read a um, like a documentary and 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 read it like it's a novel you know because i know that it's going to come to some conclusion and uh, that's why i like watching documentaries on tv and youtube is probably the most uh, watched in this household and than any other uh, any other medium um, in that sense of the word okay so i'm just going to read uh these are the the uh the basic goals and this constitution is 18 pages long don't worry i'm not going to read the whole thing okay you can do that if you, if you choose. Okay. And like I said, I really don't remember where I got it. So anyway, um, Constitution of the World Health Organization, the United, the, excuse me, the state part, the states parties to this constitution declare in conformity with the chapter of the United Nations, see, there we go, that the following principles are basic to the happiness, harmony, harmonious relation and security of all people. And then you know we go down to we push the indent over a little bit. Health is a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being. That's interesting. Um, that works into all the um, they're talking about a social credit score now. You know, and I think it's because of this document right here. Um, and and they're doing it in China and some other places around the world. And to them it seems to be working, but it's not. Okay social well-being and not merely the absence of d- disease or infirmity well let me look up real quick well over here okay let me look up health define health okay D F I N E H E A L T H define health okay a person's state of mental or physical condition okay and that's from um the oxford uh, let me the Oxford Dictionary. I can't tell. Um, the state of being free from illness or injury. Another example. Um, and then there's a, a drinking, one for drinking with your companions deal. So that doesn't really... Um, but anyway, <clears throat> according to <laughs> dictionaries that define the meanings of words, it's a state of um, healthiness in physical and mental conditions. Okay. Now think about social. So that's been added on there. Okay. And why not? Because socialists are defining it. Okay. But remember, it's just health uh, mentally and physically. Okay. Although the World Health Organization doesn't agree with that. Okay. Next paragraph. The enjoyment of the highest attainable standard of health is one of the fundamental rights of every human being without this, Distinction of race, religion, political belief, economic or social condition. Okay, our Constitution basically says the same thing. Okay, um, except that we don't have the right to be healthy. I uh, have not healthy. Happy. We don't have the right to be happy. Um, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness is uh, is what we're you know guaranteed by the Constitution. Um, everything else is an add on, an adjunct. Okay, the health of all peoples is fundamental to the attainment of peace and security and is dependent upon the, fullness, the fullest cooperation of individuals and states. <clears throat> that sounds like a veiled threat to me. Um, <clears throat> let, me, let, me um, let me change that a little bit. The health of all peoples is fundamental to the attainment of peace. Okay, you will take the vaccine... And if you don't, there's not going to be peace and security. If you don't cooperate us as individuals or states, we will lock you down. Okay. Basically is what it says. Um, with this stuff, you have to think not just what the words say, but what's the opposite of what's what the words say. All right. If you comply with them, oh, you'll be healthy and happy. You'll be at peace. You'll have security. But if you don't, you're not going to get those things, okay? Remember, there's for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Einstein proved that. Okay, the achievement of any state in the promotion and protection of health is of value to all. Ooh. The promotion of any state in the promotion of protection of health, you will take your shot, okay? Um, unequal development in different countries is the promotion of health um, and control of disease especially communicable disease is a common danger you see where we're going here folks basically it's saying that you know you're going to do everything you can to comply with us and if you don't yeah, yeah there's going to be hell to pay okay all right next one healthy development of the child and this is a lot there's a lot of child stuff in here too it's like what about the adults what about the elderly you know uh, the healthy development of the child is basic importance. The ability to live harmoniously in a changing and changing total environment is essential to such development. So in other words, <laughs> listen to us live harmoniously. In other words, um, when you sing in harmony, you're singing, uh, together basically, um, and getting the message out together and living together. anyway. Um, so they want us to be in harmony with one another and that's the only and that's going to be one of the ways um this is basic importance just talking about children so in other words if if we live where we love one another and there's nothing wrong with that okay but if we're capitulated to do it that is something wrong but um if we're if we live nice towards one another, children will see it, and we'll all live harmonially together, but bad thing is we live in a fallen world, and that's never going to happen, there's always going to be jealousies, and envy, and everything else, so sorry, you could try it if you want, but if you haven't figured it out in about 4,000 years of human development, um, you're not going to figure it out, Uh, there's always going to be wars, there's always going to be jealousy, there's always going to be lust, there's always going to be wanton lust for power, and everything else so and the, the uh, definition of insanity is trying to do the same thing over and over again expecting different results sorry but if you bang bang if you bang your hammer with one with the hammer your left uh let's say thumb with your hammer and you don't learn to not bang your right hand your right finger right thumb um then you've got problems bigger than we can deal with um Informed opinion, listen to this, informed opinion and active cooperation on the part of the public are the utmost importance in the improvement of the health of the people. Okay. Informed opinion, well, how come we weren't allowed to talk about hydrochloroquine? How come we weren't allowed to talk about ivermectin? That's an opinion. It's informed a lot of doctors says it works, say it works, you know. No, what it's saying is, if you base your opinion listening to us, and you actively cooperate, um, being the public, um, you're doing your utmost in the importance of improvement of the health of the people. Okay, and what about informed consent? Nothing of it here about informed consent, as far as I can tell. Uh, maybe further down in the document but you know i was about to read 11 pages or 18 pages excuse me before we got on the show tonight all right governments have the responsibility for the health of their people now okay that's nice but what about the individual having responsibility for their own health this is placing everything on a government this is turning the government into god okay i'm sorry i don't worship the government i worship yahweh I worship yeshua and i love the holy spirit love all three um so i want the government to stay out of my life and i can i can take care of my own responsibility there there are a few people that can't and they're called mentally ill okay uh and they can't take care of themselves but uh, not just that there's people that are, are born with down syndrome and stuff like that that need other people but anyway um, and, and a lot of times most, uh, it can be taken care of by, you know, those people can be take, taken care of by family, um, until the family grows old and then something has to happen. But for the most part, their foundational years, their teen years, their, um, young adult years, and maybe even into their, their middle age and, um, and old, you know, and, um, uh, elderly, uh, life, um, they're taken care of, but, um, no, I want responsibility for my own health. Okay. I want to be told when to go to the doctor. I want to be able to make the decision whether I get a stupid vaccine or not, okay? I want to make the decision of whether I'm going to be able to deny having poison injected into me, which is what it is. Most vaccines are now, and they're talking about making more um, mRNA vaccines. They haven't learned from this. It's not that. It's not that they haven't learned. They don't care. And their agenda is to get rid of everybody but 500 million people. And there's 7.5 billion people, so they want to get rid of 7 billion people. Wow! Uh, fortunately, the Bible says it doesn't happen that way. You know, a third of mankind dies in one place, and a third of that um, what's left over dies in another place in Revelation. But it's not, you know, like it's not like 95%. Although, you know, um, Yeshua did say that um, he has to come back early because if he doesn't, that no flesh would be saved. Okay. Meaning not meaning for the most part human beings, but also animals too. Okay? Because he created those and he loves animals too. Okay. Okay, and then it says finally accepting these principles and for the purpose of cooperation among themselves and with other others to promote and protect the health of all peoples, the contracting parties agreed to present the constitution and hereby establish. the World Health Organization has a specialized agency with the terms of Article 57 of the Charter of the United Nations. <clears throat> then it goes, it starts going into all the articles. And like I said, we're not going to read those, but it is an interesting read. So if you can get a copy of this, uh, the uh, Constitution of World Health Organization, go ahead and get it and read it. It's, um, it's quite informative. and It kind of lays out what they're up to. Okay. All right. So. Anyway, what I'd like to do now, if we could, uh, let me go back over here because I got to open up this other window. <clears throat> okay. Then I will go over here. We're going to watch this video. Um, it says world leaders call for a pandemic treaty. All right. And then, um, yeah, and then we'll, then we'll talk about this and uh, then we'll see what we have in the way of time and um, and go from there, okay? So I am going to go ahead over here and start this, and then about The it.
1: implications of the proposed global pandemic treaty, which one can only do if it has the education and access to resources. B, to call for national campaigns- Okay, hold on, folks. i got to do something with the sound here. It's not- democratic constitutions.
0: Okay, maybe it's playing loud enough for you folks, but not for me. And it's, if it's giving me some grief, there's ways I can fix that after the recording. Oh my goodness, everything's just falling apart here. All right, let's see what's going on here. Now let's try to start it over again. And this gal is. Uh, let me uh, before we start. Let me preface something. <clears throat> Um, they're going to be talking with a lady whose last name is Muhammad, thus she's probably Islam, right? Islamic. And um, it's interesting how these Islamists are are going out about this um, COVID-19 stuff too, because um, along with with Christians, and I'm talking about real Christians, and some worldly people that are against what's going on, um, we're kind of agreeing on this. Now, I'm not saying that it's a good thing. I don't think that we should be uh, melding our ways sort of with islam but sometimes when you have a, a common enemy <laughs> you uh you kind of cling together to fight that enemy kind of like the uh the allies joining with the russia or the russians joining with the allies actually um during world war ii to fight the nazis and then afterwards you know everybody separated and went their own ways again but um uh had it not been for the russians fighting on eastern front the war would have went on a lot longer and more people from the uh, the Allied side, the um, Western Europe, uh, Britain, and the United States, and all the other Allies, the uh, South Americans, the the Australians, uh, all you know, people that used to be in the British Commonwealth, um, and others. Um, if it wasn't for them, then uh, the war would have been a lot longer. <laughs> um, talking about the Russians. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so let me. I really wish I could tell if this is loud enough. Um, It's not really showing up on my, any of my meters. Uh, What do we got here? Okay. Okay. That's good. Maybe I'll, uh, yeah, I'm going to do this for the time being just like I I can kind of hear my voice now. So it means I can hear everything. So let's see what happens when I try to play the video. If it's always something, isn't it?
2: Coming off the back of the COVID-19 pandemic, the World Health Organization is proposing a new pandemic treaty they are hoping will be accepted by enough member countries to become a reality by 2024. Okay, one
0: more thing, folks. Let's. Let's look at this. According
2: to Dr. Tedros, the World Health Organization director, the COVID-19 mm-hmm. pandemic has Sounds shone a light old. on the many flaws in the global system to protect people from pandemics. The most oh vulnerable God. people oh. going without vaccines, health workers without needed equipment hey, to perform um, their mare. life-saving work, <clears> and nightmare. knee-first approaches <clears throat> that stymie the global there? solidarity needed to deal with a global threat. And the proposed pandemic treaty okay. would aim to solve these issues.
0: Okay, so but when taking a deeper Boy, look I'm at the so, treaty sure. itself, Happy there are a are number of
2: concerning um, things people of the world might want to consider okay. before heading down this path. Hello. Here to break this down with me is Shabnam kalesa
0: Okay. So we're going to start all over again. Thank God we figured this out before we got too far down the road. All right. Here we go.
2: Coming off the back of the COVID-19 pandemic, the World Health Organization is proposing a new pandemic treaty they are hoping will be accepted by enough member countries to become a reality by 2024. According to Dr. Tedros, the World Health Organization director, the COVID-19 pandemic has shone a light on the many flaws in the global system to protect people from pandemics. The most vulnerable people going without vaccines, health workers without needed equipment to perform their lifesaving work, and me first approaches that stymie the global solidarity needed to deal with a global threat. And the proposed pandemic treaty would aim to solve these issues. But when taking a deeper look at the treaty itself, there are a number of concerning things people of the world might want to consider before heading down this path. Here to break this down with me is Shabnam Kulesa Mohammed, a member of the steering committee for the World Council for Health. All right, welcome, Shabnam. Uh, why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about what the uh, World Health Organization Pandemic Treaty is?
1: So, the World Health Organization uh, intended or proposed pandemic treaty, as we understand it from the little bits of information coming out from the establishment, essentially gives the WHO an inordinate amount of power to make decisions in sovereign countries as to how people live and how they deal with pandemics from lockdowns to mandated treatments, um, and to really what people have started to consider a one-size-fits-all approach which to date has actually not worked and so this would be a direct threat on the sovereignty of a country to make decisions for itself it's unnecessary it's expensive it's going to cost countries millions Uh, to participate in the treaty process, um, as well as um, really erode the foundations of democracy in each country, many of whom have actually not even heard about this proposed pandemic treaty that the WHO intends to impose on member states um, around the world.
2: And when are they looking at, at starting up this pandemic treaty?
1: So they've started the process last here with discussions they formed an intergovernmental negotiating body uh, and they've now formed a working group to decide how this process will work in terms of this treaty and getting the buy-in of the various um, member states many of whom have already signed up to the commentary that was released Uh, and of course again most countries don't know about this but it certainly does present a very serious challenge to sovereignty um, and I believe that they're going to, well, they intend to confirm the treaty at the World Health Assembly in 2024. Now, the reason why I say I believe and I don't say so with certainty is because we know that circumstances, whether true or not, could be used to expedite this treaty and say, well, it's urgent for us to actually put it into place now uh, in 2022. Again, without public participation, which in our view as the World Council for Health um, certainly means that it is undemocratic, it is unconstitutional, and therefore makes the treaty invalid and unlawful.
2: Right, yeah. And so I think uh, one of the questions here is like, there's about 194 countries that are, you know, part of, of you know, the World Health Organization as member states. How is it that the World Health Organization in this case would make sure that whatever they set forth would end up being, uh, I guess, by law, all of the 194 countries would have to participate?
1: Right. So they would need to go through a voting process at the World Health Assembly and by a two-thirds majority can pass this treaty. But the other part that's very important to remember in terms of conventions and treaties signed by uh, bodies like the WHO, which of course are not democratically elected, uh, is that if a country signs up for the treaty and then decides it does not want to subscribe to this treaty or it does not want to enforce that aspect of the treaty, sanctions can be imposed against that country which of course has massive socio-political and socio-economic implications uh, for any country that decides we actually don't subscribe to this anymore. We've seen what the WHO has done historically uh, in terms of its many failures. uh, Firstly, in terms of its track record, in terms of corruption, one can easily research the WHO and its history of corruption. And of course, Joe, that is intrinsically linked to conflict of interest. So if you've of course read the first open letter by the World Council for Health on the WHO's post pandemic treaty, you will see that we outlined following that the WHO cannot be allowed to control the world health agenda nor enforce biosurveillance. While it receives funding from public sources belonging to the people, it is caught in a perpetual conflict of interest because it also receives substantial funding from private interests that use their contributions to influence and profit from WHO decisions and mandates. And for example, of course, the Gates Foundation and the Gates Funded Gavi Vaccine Promotion Alliance contribute over one billion a year. So we're not dealing with a democratic institution or body that serves the needs of its people. And while this may be one treaty of many, that need to be challenged, uh, it certainly is a way to bring people together to realize the WHO should not be making any decisions about the world's health in the future.
2: Yeah, I mean it's the implications seem seem rather large here and I wonder, you know, this is a pandemic treaty but um where like is it possible that it could extend into other health measures as well or is it only if some form of viral pandemic were to were to take place?
1: Well, while it does state pandemic preparedness and response, given the WHO's constitution, and I would like to read uh, certain clauses from it to you, one understands the inordinate amount of power that this institution has and how this treaty can be used uh, using the WHO's constitution to essentially make decisions about any aspects of health. If you look at Article 2 of the WHO's constitution, In order to achieve its objective, the uh, functions of the organization shall be to act as the directing and coordinating authority on international health work, to propose conventions, agreements, regulations, make recommendations um, to establish and revise this necessary nomenclature of diseases. So the naming of diseases, whether or not experts concur that this is in fact a new disease uh, whether it's a pandemic or not, I mean, you know, the WHO has in fact changed the definition of what a pandemic actually is. Causes of death, again, a very uh, controversial topic as to even with regard to COVID-19, as to what was the actual cause of death and the inflation of figures, public health practices, um, standardizing diagnostic procedures, that is highly problematic. PCR. Uh, to develop and establish international standards with regards to food, biological and pharmaceutical and similar products. And, artic- and clause B of article 2 joke, to generally take any necessary action to attain the objectives of the, the organization. So this is far-reaching power and while it may seem one treaty it may seem a good idea in theory to those who don't understand the implications, for us at the World Council for Health it clearly represents a power grab Consolidating the undemocratic uh, mandates and 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 lockdowns etc. that have been forced upon people, sort of conditioning them to accept a new normal, uh, and paves the way for these digital vaccine IDs, no access to services, places, and products, and constant bio surveillance.
2: Mm-hmm. It becomes it becomes interesting because of the concept of almost a a a one world health governing body um it's not a concept that is all that far fetched when you consider what this treaty is although that concept is often stated as conspiratorial is it is it too far fetched to say this is a bit of a one world uh sort of health policy
1: not at all because the director general of the who uh, tedros uh, who is not in fact a medical doctor himself speaks in that language of one health, one world, one WHO. In other words, one size fits all, what we say goes. But when people are harmed through their policies, then of course they have no accountability because of diplomatic immunity that the WHO has given itself. And so this is not an organization that countries should be entrusting their healthcare to. As the World Council for Health, we believe in a a community-focused ethical, decentralized way of approaching health would leaves power in the hands of the people to make the decisions that are best for them and we know that people have innate wisdom they have an ability to make sense of things um, which is why you know our partners uh, from australia to zimbabwe are standing against this proposed pandemic treaty um, and have decided that we will in fact as the world health organization as our partners and a growing number of public campaign against this treaty and ensure that it actually does not see the light of day.
2: If people aren't in agreement and they see issue with this pandemic treaty, uh, what can they do?
1: Well, I think most importantly is to educate ourselves about what the treaty would say. Look at the WHO constitution, in particular article 2, 19, 20, 21, and 22, to familiarize yourself also with the Syracuse principles. Uh, which protect uh, natural law and and the rights of the person, of the living man, woman and child, more so than these conventions, uh, which serve the interest essentially of multinational corporations and and profit over people as opposed to people over profit. So it starts with the education, and that's what we call for in our open letter, which can be found on our website, worldcouncilforhealth.org. So these three calls to action in that first letter, A, to raise awareness about the implications of the proposed global pandemic treaty, which one can only do if it has the education and access to resources, B, to call for national campaigns that protect natural law and democratic constitutions, and C, to join credible civil society organizations such as the World Council for Health. And within that open letter, Joe, on the website, you'll see various links to, for example, the Syracuse principal, as well as the town hall that the World Council for Health held last year, in fact, when we started to see the direction in which this was going, while the world was very much distracted um, by you know, the waves and, and whatever latest distraction was going on in, in the establishment media. Um, but essentially, it comes down to realizing is this the way we want to live for the rest of our lives is this the part we're going to choose what are the implications for us our children our children's children can we be re- refused the right to food because we do not want to live in an undemocratic fascist way and that could easily happen if you if you don't have a digital vaccine certificate the who could say well you've signed this treaty as a country So you, as the president, you're now obligated to put the following measures in place. And this would, of course, lead to massive unemployment and poverty uh, and general, you know, a state of the opposite of well-being, which is what we all truly want. So therefore, mobilizing around this issue is essential to take back our power.
2: Yeah, is it, uh, is it fair to say that it's almost like one path is a path of, uh, of fear and surveillance and, you know, the illusion of safety, and, and one is almost this uh, philosophical reassessing of what type of life do we want to live? What, what does it mean to live? Do you think all of these questions play into this decision here?
1: Absolutely. One has to philosophically look at the, what is the meaning of life? What is our life meant over the last last two years? Certainly, this chapter has woken more people up to the realities of who we are and what we face, who is really in control of the world and how we can change that. But it's both the alternative is both philosophical as well as practical. But I really do think we're, the last two years have been a massive awakening again. And I do see people not taking this pandemic treaty lying down and deciding to say enough is enough. We will make decisions about our lives you've had your time, we don't believe you in you anymore. And If you leave us alone in peace, we can move on, we'll take it from here.
2: Mm-hmm. That's well said and I, I, I totally agree with uh, the sense that there's a lot of people that are questioning uh, very, very deeply the institutions. And I, I think this is why conversations like this are important and, and the work that the World Council for Health is doing is incredibly important. Uh, I wanna say thank you Shabnam for coming on and, and sharing this, uh, this with us. Um, I think there's a lot for people to consider here
1: absolutely there is and of course if there are organizations that uh, want to join and become partners of the world council for health please connect with us info at world council for you want to become a partner um, you'll find a space on the website to actually do that and of course if you want to donate towards our stop the treaty campaign that's the hashtag uh, you'll be able to do that via the website and just Remember that there is a better way and we can and are building it and creating it together.
0: Well said. After saving with customized car insurance with Liberty Mutual, I
1: customized.
0: I guess it would help if I unmuted myself, huh? <clears throat> that was very interesting. Very, very interesting. So there you have it. From somebody that's really studied that Constitution, that's no good. It's to take away our own rights from our that are guaranteed by our own Constitution, framed uh, some 200. Let's see, 1789 to now. Okay, you do the math. It's too late to do math here. Um, but uh, so, you know, that's that's the whole goal: take away the sovereignty of the countries and and put it under one one world authority. Okay. Um, it's interesting that uh, <clears throat> Scripture um, talks about. I think it's in it's in Daniel. It talks about a beast that comes up, and the beast has uh, ten heads. Uh, now I'm I'm doing this from memory, so if I'm wrong, don't write to me and tell me I'm wrong. Okay, um, I know when I'm wrong. But anyway, that uh, one of the that there's three. It said that the tenors are ten kings. That three kingdoms, or kings, or kingdoms, will not—I'm um, trying to think here—will not capitulate to the demands of the world to become a one world, and that they'll be subdued by the by the um, the horn. I think it's a horn, um, and uh, and put down. And I find it quite interesting that the the three nations that are fighting this the most. Actually, there's more the South Africans are fighting. It's all, it's funny, it's too, it's all Anglo, Anglo uh, nations. Uh, the Latin nations are basically rolling over and agreeing with everything. And um, there are some indications that the Italy is fighting these things, but um, uh, the French have basically rolled over. Um, and I don't want to diminish anything that anybody's doing, okay? There are some people in all these countries that that are doing something, but um, not quite with the... Um, fervor nor success of uh like australia um new zealand uh, no not so much new zealand but south africa is another one united states uh there's some resistance in england uh canada basically rolled over and played dead but uh what's new um and i'm I meaning to in insult those people that live in canada the patriots that live in canada and uh and the brothers and sisters that live in canada but um because there are so many wonderful people in Canada, but the government has basically said, uh, we're we're going for this. Um, If you don't like it, tough luck. Um, So um, anyway, I'm just wondering if those, those three rebellious kingdoms are the United States, maybe Australia and one more. Now uh, also talking about rebellion, kind of getting off on something real quick before we get back onto the subject. Um, those three nations could be uh, now getting away from the, the constitution of uh, the WHO um, could be nations that are um, just fighting the new world order in general. Uh, We know that Trump wanted to fight him and did fight him until, you know, the election was stolen away from him. Um, But there's two other players that are kind of interesting um, one of them is uh, Vladimir Putin and the Russians and the Chinese. Um, uh, now I'm not pro-Chinese, okay? Believe me, I'm not pro-Chinese. Um, but it seems like um, Z, I think it's his last name, uh, Putin and, and Trump were all trying to put down this one-world system. And there's there are a lot of people that believe what's going on in Ukraine um, has different motives, uh, that being that. Ukraine one was um, building a lot of uh, chemical or not chemical but biological weapons and right on Russia's doorstep and they really don't like each other so um, another one is that um, that uh, a lot of uh, the sex trafficking thing went through the Ukraine it's kind of a hub for it and that Putin was trying to is trying to put that down um, and that's a possibility because we know that's there's got to be a center in Europe. We know that the United States is a center um, because of the politicians and things and, the, and some of the rich magnets that like to do stuff like that. But um, so it's it's possible that those are the three nations too that are going to resist the beast. Okay. And they would have a lot, they would have a good reason to do that. Well, not with Biden in office. Biden would just hand it to him on a silver plair. Um But there's um there's just a little inkling I've got that maybe that's the case okay so all this is you know used to be prophecy was kind of interesting or easy to figure out not anymore <laughs> um, anyway um, getting back to this constitution thing um, it's the, the the thought and the belief of the delusion resistance which is my ministry. And I can't speak for Brian, but I think he would agree with me. Um, and the determination of the uh, opposing the matrix radio show that um, we're not going to stand by idle while the WHO tries to take over this country. Um, we can't really resist physically. <clears throat> we can resist over the radio waves and over video, but we um, it, our big resistance. And uh, the one that's most sure is prayer. And uh, you know, by golly, we're going to be praying against this one-world order, against the, the Soros's of this world, the Rockefellers and the the Bilderbergers and and all the other um, satanic organizations, the Illuminati. And we know that our God is the only God, Yahweh, and that He's the most powerful. All the others are aren't even gods; they're not, you know, not powerful at all. They would like to be, and for a season they will be, because only because they'll be let to do that. But um, So anyway, um, I think I'm going to end this show at an hour, folks. I'm kind of starting to get tired, and and rightfully so. It's 1151 here on the Pacific Coast tonight. Uh, By the way, if I didn't say the date, it's the 9th of May, 2012. And I don't know where summer has gone. Um, I know everywhere else is starting to warm up and everything, not here. (laughs) Um, We've had a lot of rain. We've had... um, Oh, last night up in the hills, um, farther up in the hills or the mountains from here, they had snow. Um, you know, when is summer going to get here? (laughs) Now watch in a couple of months, I'll be going, Oh, it's too hot. You turn on the air conditioner. It's not working good enough. You know, uh, me and a bunch of other people are never very happy about anything, but, um, I guess that's part of the human condition. Um, Anyway, uh, coming real soon, the studio is going to move from here into the house or our little cottage. And uh, it's going to be nice. Um, really looking forward to it. A lot of neat things going on here. Um, I've, I've kind of gotten a little artistic here. Um, not autistic, artistic. Um, in that, um, first of all, <clears throat> I've been kind of idle for the last year um you know i retired and and you know my health isn't the best but you know i live with it and <clears throat> so you know there's been a lot of sitting around and everything well the, when the weather did get a little bit a little warmer and that's what we've been working out in but um i've been going out there and and uh like i said <clears throat> right now i'm doing the electrical in the place uh, the plumbing is the rough end is pretty well done and and there's carpentry to do but you know First things first. Anyway, um, so I've been more active and doing more stuff. Our chickens are getting bigger. Uh, we bought 10 chickens and we ended up getting eight chickens and two roosters. So we got to get rid of the roosters. But um, anyway, uh, so I've been a lot more active. That's what I'm trying to say. And um, I love working outside. You know, I really do. Um, and maybe that's a good segue real quick into um we talked a few weeks ago excuse me um brian and i did about getting prepared for uh, what's coming and food shortages and things like that and the soil here um it's like we had an avalanche and it got filled in by dirt um it's all i mean i'm pulling rocks out of the ground that big you know and um so, uh, the only garden we're ever going to have here is the raised garden, and then you have to cover it because the deer will eat it if you know at night when they come in and or early in the morning. And, um, so anyway, uh, I'm going to get started on potatoes and onions because I could live on potatoes and onions. I love those, those things, but, um, and then, uh, maybe getting a whole bunch of, um, they sell these Rubbermaid things. They're geez, they're like 200 gallons or something. and Uh, These big plastic pots and um, I can start planting stuff in those. And and the reason I'm bringing this up, like I said, is because things are going to start getting uh, hard to find, especially vegetables. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but vegetables are really important for us. Um, And there's a place and I don't have it with me, but um, there's something called, I think it's heritage. No, not heritage. I keep doing that. um, Heirloom heirloom seeds and what they are is they're the original seeds like from original before all the manipulation and all the garbage happened uh with fruits and vegetables and stuff they were regular seeds. I mean if you nowadays if you um let's just say let's see a tomato you bring home a tomato from a store you put it in the ground there's a good chance it's not going to grow because those seeds have been modified. Um and even if it did grow they've been modified to the point where do you really want to eat it. Um, But with the the seeds that I mentioned, uh, they're the originals, okay? And they haven't been corrupted or tainted with and haven't been um, manipulated DNA-wise or anything like that. So you get what you eat. And then when you get a tomato, you cut out the core and you save the seeds. And next year, you can grow tomatoes again. Uh, Cucumbers is another one. Uh, Just cut a chunk of it off and um, get the seeds out of it. Next year, you can plant cucumbers. Cucumbers. Um, so the reason I'm bringing this up is because I think it's, it's, we're going to get to the point where we need to do this. And the nice thing about gardening is you can do it at home. If you live in an apartment and you have a balcony and it gets some sun, yeah, you can plant stuff out there. Just keep it watered really well. Um, and growing vegetables is one of the things that we all can do. Um, I know the people that people live in cities, you know, there's rules against chickens, against roosters, against everything in the cities anymore. And, you really can't have animals, so to speak. But um, if you live out in the country, get yourself some chickens so you have eggs. Get um, if, if it's your thing, get uh, maybe some cows or um, I don't want to say pigs because I don't like to eat pork that much. but um, Or at all, actually. <laughs> um, and, you know, get animals that can be productive, that can give to you. You give to them and then they give to you later on you know um goats for goat milk if you like cow milk you can get cows and um so anyway it's it's i think it's very important that we start doing this it's uh uh, i'm just kind of looking at the fall and winter that they might be a little rough and if you have vegetables stored up or if you can things and and you can get through the winter with that then that's great you know um like i said i like potatoes and onions a lot (laughs) Uh, really good at breakfast you know you, you grate them up and fry them up and man the ultimate hash browns um that with eggs Ooh, that's a good breakfast um or you can um stock up on go to the store and get some pancake flour you know you can put that in the fridge and it'll last you a long time you know put it in a plastic bag and put it in the fridge and uh there's just so many things you can do stock up on tuna fish my goodness you could eat tuna fish till the cows come home or the fish swim upstream maybe that's a better analogy um so anyway it's um i'm encouraging you to let's let's prepare for this time that's coming you know and and ask the Lord yahweh to, to uh to bless our our endeavor and that we would have food when um, when other people don't and and don't be surprised when he asks you to, to give to other people too. I know <laughs> it's kind of a hard thing to do in a hard situation, but uh, it's uh, the possibilities of having to do it or, are, are, you know, um, you feed somebody and, um, and Yahweh honors that. And anyway, I'm babbling on now. So I'm going to go ahead and end the show. It's been an hour and two minutes now. And I just want to thank you. Uh, thank you for putting up with us that we're late tonight or I'm late tonight and but um, I got on at least (laughs) Um, Brian and I have been talking about doing a show together on Wednesdays. So I, this Wednesday we may be here. I know I promised that this uh, last Thursday we would be there, but just didn't work out. Um, So um, I'll try to post something ahead of time to let you know I'm getting on. Um, But, or we're getting on. So anyway, um, just be blessed. um, And like I always do when I'm by myself here, uh, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May he watch your going out, your coming in, you're rising up, and you're lying down. In the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, our Lord and Savior, may he give you the peace that passes all understanding. Good night, folks. See you Wednesday. Bye.